For the story behind the action, catch Tabiso Musia weekdays at 7 p.m. So we have been putting a lot of calls through to coaches and players during this national lockdown period uh, just to keep them active a little bit. And tonight we thought we should put a call through to Bidvest Vest Coach Kevin Hunt just to get his thoughts on the break, find out how he is uh, doing at the moment. Coach, good evening. Thank you very much for speaking to us on SAFM tonight. I hope you're well. Yeah, I'm good, man. Not too bad. Not too bad. Thanks, mm. Coach. What do, you miss, what do you miss more during this break, the football or the golf? Life. <laughs> Good one. Yeah, no, listen, uh, more importantly, you know, we, you know, we got to try and get through this and, and try and get to the other side and and try and, uh, you know, get this epidemic out the system and out the place, you know. Yeah, so how are you spending your days, coach? Sure, long, my friend. Alone is not easy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not easy in a place all by yourself. Not easy. No, don't, not easy. Don't you have a training program of your own? Yeah, I do. I've got, you know, I've got weights and mats and stuff like that, but you can only do so much, you know, I mean, it gets a little bit monotonous and a little bit boring. Yeah. So I try well, I do once a day, definitely, but I mean, you know, obviously I'm a lot, I read a lot as well, but I mean, you can only read so much as well, you know, so it's not easy. Mm. Yeah. And as far as the players are concerned, Coach, have you given them uh, individual training programs to keep fit during this time? Yeah, look, uh, the programs are given to them, um, you know, but I mean, also, it's, you know, you're into your second week now, you know, also, can't be easy for the players as well, you know, doing similar stuff, you know, not everybody's got areas where they can work, you know what I'm saying, there's probably some good restricted areas, uh, you can only do so much, but you can keep a general fitness up, but you, your foot will certainly, the touch of the ball and playing and all that type of stuff will go, that's for sure, a little bit. Yeah, and and then so uh, do you monitor them during this period, or will the club wait for them to come back and see if they've been keeping up to their programs? Well, you you, you know we expect we we got a professional bunch, we have got a good bunch. Um, so, but I'm sure they'll do as best they can. But I mean, they they will certainly be lacking in you know uh, cardiovascular running and all that stuff and all that terminology and you know certainly um, you know the quickness and all that. So, but I'm sure they'll you know they'll be given a bit of time to to get up to speed a little bit and then play. Uh, we know that the PSL has formed the task team to look at maybe solutions uh, co- and complications mm-hmm. caused by COVID-19. As a club, have you been given an update of what they've been doing so far? No, not really. Nothing's, nothing's come to the fore. I mean, we're just all just waiting for the 16th, which you know doesn't look, look like it could be extended by the looks of things. People aren't adhering to you know staying indoors and that, so there is a problem in our country. But um, all in all, it looks like it possibly could be extended. I don't know. Please God, it doesn't. Um, and then we'll take it from there. Yeah, the we'll PS- for next week. And the PSL said they were hopeful the season will be completed by June 30th. Is that what you're also hoping for, Coach Kevin? Yeah, but, uh, even if we extend it past June, we can still play in July, mm. August, you know, and then just start the season, just go into the new season. Uh, so there's plenty of time. The season must be completed. I, I, you know, I've, I've been a big... Although you can't scrap seasons or, or just stop it now. And we need to complete it. In the worst case scenario, it doesn't resume, coach. Can champions be crowned? No, no chance. No, no. Not even Liverpool waited 30 years. They no. <laughs> <laughs> can wait another 30. <laughs> and, I, and I guess here at home it's a bit different because as vets, you haven't even played Chiefs at all. We haven't played Chiefs once yet, yeah. So, you know, you, you know <laughs> we haven't played them once. <laughs> There's another debacle. <laughs> Yeah, so um, that's unfortunate, but I mean, that's just one of those things. We were, we were supposed to play them on the Wednesday before it all was locked down, you know what I mean? Yes. Like, you know, got called off. Okay. Let's so. go to some of the voice notes, yeah?
from My question to Gavin Hunt is he's ready to accept any decision that the PSL board can take. Let me say if the PSL board decided to hand the cup to Kaiser Chiefs, would he accept that decision or they will feel hard done by the decision concerning the number of games that they have played? Thank you, Putabiso. Thank you. Okay, that's the same question, Coach. Would you accept the decision by the PSL? Listen, uh, we, you know, we got to play under the governing rules uh, of, of the PSL. Um, whatever decisions get made, we, we must abide by it. But obviously, it, it, certainly, I don't think a club as reputable as Kaiser Chiefs would want to win the league this way anyway. They, actually, they wouldn't worry, wouldn't they? They would, they. But I mean, it, it certainly won't be, in my eyes, you know, leave a good taste. But I mean, the rules will be rules, whatever gets made. But we need to finish the season. We, you know, even if we finish it next year, it's got to be finished. Yeah. Your player, Tabang Munara, said Chiefs must be crowned champions. What did you make of those comments? I just, I just, because I heard everybody's been attacking the boy. <laughs> I mean, was, was he, I haven't spoken to him, so, I mean, whatever he said, I mean, I, I don't agree with it, but I mean, it's his personal point of view, you know what I mean, you know? Yeah. Okay, we've got another voice note here that's come through on 061 uh, Let's hear it. We're talking to Peter Svets coach Kevin Hunt. Yeah, I heard this Vitz uh, player say uh, it's only logical. My goodness, if that's logical to give Chiefs a league, I don't know where we're going to. Paul Swellendam. Okay, thanks for that, uh, Paul. I think we've already uh, touched on that. Coach, now looking at this break, uh, would you say it's come at the right time or the wrong time for you? Because you had won three of your last five. You were in the semis of the Nedbank Cup. Should have actually been four wins. I was at your game against Chip and you let them off the hook there. Put everything aside, I mean, let's just talk football because, I mean, the most important thing is the break had to come because of, of, you know, what's going on. I mean, it's a really serious epidemic that's gone around the world and, and, and caused a lot of deaths and a lot of tragedy. So that, that's, that's the first point. But for, from a football perspective, obviously it was the wrong time for us. I felt we were, we were certainly turning and we were looking good. And, and we had, uh, you know, it got, when it got closed down, it was a Monday, the Tuesday, we were playing Chiefs on the Wednesday yeah. and Pirates on, on the Saturday. So, you know, I just felt it was a good momentum for us. We we were playing. I don't, uh, you know, people say, oh, it's a good it's a good thing for sundowns and vits now because we've been playing such a lot of football and break, blah, blah, blah. I disagree with it. I think we need to play two, three times a week. And, and once you get, look at look at uh, sundowns. People say they're tired, they're traveling. They've been winning. They keep winning. Mm-hmm. The more you play, I, 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 I prefer to play, you know, and that's, that's the way I've always been. And I don't care. We traveled, yeah, we were all over the show. And maybe it affected us a little bit in January, February, but uh, we came through it, and you know, here we are. But we certainly need to play, and and, um, and that's that's our fault. So then, do you treat this break as a as a preseason of sorts? Well, you're going to have to because it's going to be like off season because it looks like what's it three weeks now? Normally, off season is about three four weeks anyway in June. You know, when you have off and you start again, so it's normally about three four weeks. Um, so, yeah, it looks like it's going to be four or five weeks. So it's going to be like a, a normal off-season. Then, But uh, the pre-season for me, it'll be probably two, three weeks, and then you go again. It won't be a six weeks. So it's a little bit... But, you know, we we can't worry about things like that. We need to play. And, you know, uh, if we can get playing off of two, three weeks, we must play, you know. And, and, and if the action does resume, how long would it take now for players to be back in shape to be ready to play the first game? Well, if you, if you keep yourself in a decent in a decent way, I mean, you know, normally a preseason is six to 
I mean, the old days of six to seven weeks, seven weeks is a little bit too long, maybe six, five weeks. Um, there's a, there, there, what you need to do is just vary the training and get straight more into, you know, uh, patterns and shapes and, 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 and patterns of play the way, you, you know, you, so you can just pick up where you left off. So basically, some same squad and then work on a little bit of fitness and, and get playing again, you know, so it will be s- sort of a short circuit um, training regime, you know. Yeah. I know you said that uh, you mentioned the traveling. I mean, you traveled a lot during uh, the Kev Confed Cup this season, but mm. you dropped a lot of points also at home, uh, coach. I mentioned the Chipper game. I yeah, was there, yeah, yeah. and I don't know how you didn't win that one. The game against <laughs> Maritzburg, the game against yeah, Highlands Park. Yeah. W- why is that yeah. at home? Well, the, the bottom line is we've lost, I think, three or four games. We lost one nil, one nil, and we drew with Highlands, and we drew with um, Chipper. Yeah. And you know, if you know, I'm I'm genuinely honest on, on these type of things, and hand on my heart. And if you really look at the games, and I watch the games over, we should have won or cut or fall comfortably. We should have got us right where we should have been. Mm-hmm. We had we just haven't scored the goals, and that's the bottom line, you know. And then you get caught to the sucker punch, and you know, Maritzburg was similar. I mean, really, I mean, yeah. we had the ball, we got turned over on the halfway line, all out of shape, out of balance, one pass goal, you know, and then. You know, they don't have another shot at goal. So those are the type of things, you know. Um, and we lost to Barocca with a free kick, 1-0. And then obviously the Highlands Park was an absolute debacle. 93rd minute, we gave a penalty away. And, and so you go, you know. So, but we haven't scored the goals at home. That's pretty much the bottom line. Yeah, it's 25 and uh, 21 games in in, in 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 the league. What's the real problem up front? <laughs> Every coach speaks to the chairman, <laughs> and then and if you and if you're coaching Barcelona or Real Madrid, they buy Messi or Ronaldo, or, and that solves all the problems. So, um, yeah, look, uh, it's, not, it's not because of lack of opportunities, lack of yeah. getting to good areas, lack of movement. It's not, it's not, it's not, it's not, not, not any of that. It's just a lack of a real, you know, finishing the bottom line, you know, and finish off the, the movements at the end of. And that's you know that's that's the most important thing in football is to finish that movement off. So you can have all the passing movements and the patterns, but you've got to finish your movement off. You know. Yeah. You you had Simon Murray. Firstly, has he gone back for good? And and if so, what do you make of his contribution? Yeah, he went back for good. Look, I mean, he was going to leave at the end of last season, and then one thing led to the next. Um, he stayed on, and then he was in the preseason. You know, I, I explained to him, look. You know, but out of the picture, yeah, you're not playing much, and you know, if something comes up, you can go. Then the window closed, and he was stuck. So, and then I think it was the first or the second game he played. He came. I said, okay, right, you know, it is what it is. We couldn't get anybody else in, and and he played. And in the first two minutes, he done his knee, which was we knew it was ACL, which is nine months, ten months. So it'll be the whole season. So that's it. And then we said, look, you know, we can't keep the game forward, and that was it. You so, brought in that said, yeah. It's sad things happen in football, but being a foreigner doesn't help him because he doesn't, he doesn't give him enough time. You know, we need a, we need a foreign player to be up and running. Mm. You know what I mean? You can't have a foreigner out injured for such a long time. He has that big Cameroonian hit the ground running. He's got 25-4 goals in no. Mozambique. Are you still yeah, expecting more? Yeah, Look, I mean, his goal-scoring record's unbelievable, but certainly hasn't sounded a bit tougher. I think the game here is a little bit it's different. And I've tried, he's obviously language barrier a little bit as well. Try to work on the training ground with him a little bit. I mean, we didn't have much time because we were playing... And now all this time, we don't have any time. But if, if we get a two, three-week break before we start again, I'll do a little bit more work with him, you know. Yeah. It's just making the wrong runs at the wrong time and, and that type of thing, and I'll work on it. Do you think he can give you more, though? Are you expecting more from him? Yeah, it's, you know, where he's come from, the football, obviously, with all due respect, is a much lower. 
um, much more physical. And but here we we play a much more quicker game. The game is much quicker here. You know, so um, you, you know we need to understand certain roles and certain things. You know. At the back, you've got a Bafana back three. You've considered 17 goals in the 21 games that we've mentioned. Mm-hmm. I think it's the second tight for the second best defense in the league. What's the scorecard of that back line so far? Um, mm, they know they haven't been as good as they can. I mean, if, to, to win the league in South Africa, you've got to keep the goals under 20. Mm-hmm. You know, if you keep the goals under 20, you win the league. So we're right on 17 now. We're right. You know, we've got to keep a couple of clean sheets in the next eight games, you know. Um, but I've always said under 20 you win the league in South Africa and when we've won the league it's been on 19-20 you know goals against and uh, any team that wins it you'll see that normally we could have been better this year but you can't always rely on, on, on your defensive area when you're not scoring up front you know it's mm-hmm. going to crack sometimes and that's why we've lost the games we've lost we've lost 1-0-1-0-1-0-1-0 you know mm-hmm. and that's been the problems because we, we haven't scored so if you score it can give you something to hold on a little bit more you know you, you've, you've signed and are playing Lorenzo Godinho. You've moved Tyson to right back. What's the thinking there, coach? Well, not, not really. Because Tyson, well, the last two, three games, Tyson's been yeah, concussed, I think, out, three, yeah. four games. So, at the big, we played, I can't remember when Godinho came in and we had a problem and, you know, and I kept him and Bootley. I tried him and Bootley to play together. And Tyson was, what happened? I called him. We were playing somebody, and I think they had a lot of aerial power and lacking at right back. So I played Tyson at right back, and mm. we did okay. And we just went from there, one or two games. And but Tyson's been out for the last four or five games, so that hasn't helped us. But it's certainly going to give me a little bit more headache now because I'm going to have to drop somebody. You know? <laughs> and he's going to recover yeah. during this break. We actually spoke to him. Yeah, he's recovered now. He's fine now. Yeah. So I've got three Bafana defenders plus Cordino plus. Um, one or two others were all in wrestling, so I've got to, I'm going to have to leave somebody out. Can't play them all. You know? you, you've left Gift out for the last couple of matches. What's the story there? No, no, no he's been injured. No, he's been injured. Is he's it? Been injured. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. You know, the Gift, I mean, I get hammered with Gift. People, oh, he do not play, he do not play. He's been injured off the season. You know, he train, doesn't train Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. I say, listen, I've got nobody else. I have to put you on the bench. Can you play 20 minutes? Yeah, yeah, okay. You know, and then we start him and then he breaks down and, you know, that's what happens. You know, so it's been a stop-start season for him. It hasn't really helped his cause and our cause, you know. Oh, is that why he's been on the bench for some of the matches but not playing? Well, he's the loss. I think the Leopards game he was on the bench. Yeah, he couldn't even walk. And then, and then um, I think, did I bring him on the Leopards? I can't even No, remember. he didn't come on. No. Because he warmed up, he said, no, I'm bugging, I can't track. That, that's, that's right, that's right. So he has 20 minutes to go, and I said, look, can he play 20 minutes? No. He said, let me see. So he warmed up, he said, no, I'm injured. I said, oh, <laughs> put you on the pitch. You know, he told me he was fine. and uh, Anyway, so put something else on, I can't remember. But that was the case, yeah. But it's been certainly stop-start for him. He's had a run of a couple of games, you know, which doesn't help us and him. And is his head in the right space? Because he did talk about moving. He did talk about sundowns. Yeah, it didn't help. It didn't help us. It didn't help him. It didn't help us because obviously the whole thing broke in the media. And then, you know, I don't know who, where, but certainly, you know, didn't leave a good taste with, with the club and, and, and the player. And, um, you know, I always say, I mean, we can't buy anybody, so we don't phone anybody. But I mean, if we, you know, if you want to, Buy somebody or, or can just phone the club and say, listen, you're interested in doing a deal. They say yes or no. But to phone the player, you know, it always gets a little bit tricky with that, you know. Yeah. Okay, we've got more voice notes for Coach Kevin Hunt. Uh, let's hear. 
Hello, Tabiso and the listeners of SAFM. I've got uh, one or two questions for Coach Hunt. He's definitely one of the best uh, in the country. I just want to find out, uh, does he have any ambitions of coaching any national team around you know, Africa or the world? Secondly, does he want the challenge of coaching one of the bigger teams? Is looking forward or does he have the ambition of coaching one of the big three? We know that Vets and Supersport are not are not big, big teams, but he managed to do a very good job with them. It does one day want to coach Sundowns, Pirates and Chiefs? Thank you. Evening there, Tabiso Tulani from Land. Evening there, Ted. Can't wait for Everly to come back. I was waiting so eagerly for Pirates and Vets, and then next week go to beat Chiefs two games i was eager for that game i know we can beat those two teams without any doubt any time of the day thanks good evening member realistically for vets winning the league is out of the cards what would he describe as a good season for him finishing second or winning the net bank cup okay thanks for that let's start from the back coach what would make a good season for vets now are you still in the title race do you think um, yeah, mathematically we are. You know what I'm saying? I mean, we, this that this week that we well two weeks ago, those two games would have gone a long way to establishing where and how and, you know where we could finish. Um, look, I mean, uh, it's always very difficult. I mean, we've had so I've been there. What if uh, how many years I've been there? Six years. We've gone. What do we go? Third, third, second, first, yeah. third, and then a bomb out season. Uh, I think thirteenth or something. Um, you know, and we've won all the cups besides well, in the Net Bank we were in the final, we lost in the final, but we won the other cups. So we we wanna compete, but it's very difficult in this market to compete, you know what I'm saying? It's we can't always get the players that you want or, you know, whatever the situation. But any any season any time I think a club like Bidvis which finishes above certainly the big three clubs in South Africa, one of them or two of them, I mean it's a it's a good season for us, you know. The other question was about do you have ambitions of coaching one of the big threes or even a national team? I think you can't, you can't, uh, those things, timing, timing is everything in football. And I think um, I'm very happy where I am. You know, we can work well. We've got a good youth development system. There's a good team underneath this team now that's coming up. And, you know, it's always exciting when young players excite me, you know, to see them come in and, and give them a chance and see them through. Like, we've got this Rowan now. Human, I think he's a top, yeah. top player. You know, we've got Solly. Yeah. Uh, there's one or two others that have come through. Uh, you know, the centre-backs and, and, and that. So we've got, we got, there's a good four or five coming through. Do I see them through? I don't know. Please God, I can stay on and, and you know, we can, we can, there's another project. Build another team. Because that's what it's all about. Building teams, sustaining, uh, winning, sustaining, being competitive. Because what we did when I first came, we built a team. Third, third, second, and then first. And obviously, bit of a, we had to, a lot of players left, and so we've got to build another team here. And I think we came third last year with a good, good season, good finish. You know, who knows where we could finish this year? I don't know. And the cup is obviously in the cup. You know. Yeah. Why does it seem like you always have to build a team every single season, Coach Kevin? Well, because you, because players get bought and players get offered much more money, and and financially we need to sell players to to, to balance uh, the books. It's the bottom the bottom line. So people can talk all they like about, oh, yeah, but, uh, you know, it's big teams come and raid your teams and it's, it's, a, it's a nature of the beast. It's a nature of the business. 
at Supersport, it broke down. That team, if I had a team in Supersport, we would have won the league six years in a row, seven years in a row. I had no doubt. But the team got broken down and disintegrated, and then all those players got sold to Sundowns and went to Pirates, Tico Medices and Bailers and Chechos and, uh, you know, and Palendez, and, and, and Clayt left, uh, they all left, you know, Bong, Morgans, uh, Bongani went to Europe uh, and, and so on. So the team got broken down. So as a coach, you know, that's, that's the way... You, if you're not if you're not working at the big club, you, that's what's going to happen to you. And you mentioned uh, Robin Human, you mentioned Soli Kunyeri. I've actually seen them play for the under 17s with Coach Caesar there and also Coach Dylan Shepard. What do you make of the work being done by the youth by the youth coaches at at Vets? Is it encouraging for you that these two can make the step up? I mean, Soli started against Sundowns in the other game. Mm-hmm. I mean, sometimes you've got to be very careful with youth development, you know, because. You want to get results. You want to be winning. And, and they are winning. They're winning more than they're losing, that's for sure. And they're beating a lot of teams. Uh, and obviously playing uh, age or two down, younger players in all the age groups. So um, what you've got, I tell you, but the most important thing is to produce players for the first team. Or produce players who can go on and play you know, at a, at a, at a top level. And that's down to the coaching. I think we've got a good bunch of coaches in All Most of those guys either played for me or they were at Fitz before. I mean, Ashley McCann has been here for, for yeah. years and he's you know, a real uh, hidden gem of a, of a coach and a guy who's got a good eye and knows the game, you know, and deserves much more credit in the game. You've got Peter Rabalela, Cesar Mattel. These guys all played. Swallows, Cesar's, uh, you know, played all around. Cosmos and that. Um, and now Dylan's obviously there. We lost Glenn, you know. It was unfortunate. And Glenn's done a good job now at Pirates. You know, Glenn, I mean, a real fantastic uh, striker who was never given the credit he deserved in this country. He played in Holland for 10 years. I mean, you only yeah. played in that league for 10 years. And he's come back here and done a good job with that. And he brought a lot of these players through. Uh, and now you can see he's done well there. So we've had a lot of good people and good coaches coming through our system. And that's important. And what do you see in Dylan? Do you see a, a proper coach at top flight, top flight football? Yeah. Well, I mean, Dylan came to me. It shows you older. And Dylan yes. came to me at 17 at seven stars. So, you know, he was, signed, he was overseas. He came back. We signed him at seven stars. I was a coach. Gave me, you know, and played. And then, obviously, I left and he left and he went. Sundowns and he went all over Ajax and, and it's amazing now I signed him at 37 um, when he came uh, you know when he came when he finished or 38 and then he played a year or two for me at Vitz and then I, you know I said look identified him and said listen this guy's got a big chance um, give him a chance and then you know they put him in a system he was at the 17th I think last year and then I think you know as they, they moved him up and, and, and he's done a good job Okay, let's take the last few voice notes for Coach Kevin Hunt. They've come through on 061-4104-107. Good evening, Tabiso. This is Cabello from Pretoria. Uh, I just want to find out from Coach. I know this one will be a bit difficult for him to answer, <clears throat> but I need, to, I need him to answer for us. Why aren't we seeing a lot of South African players being uh, exported abroad to go and and play overseas. And the last player we saw it was Pesita from Sundowns. But then some of these soccer clubs like your Vets, your Kiza Cheese, your Orlando Pass, you don't see uh, a players coming from those teams going overseas to go play there. Please, can you elaborate further on that? Hi, you're speaking of Christian Pofana from Tembisa. Hey, I really like the tactics of uh, Coach Gavin and is a very good coach since he produced a lot of players. The likes of Dentlate is from his end. And I, if you can check, he's a, he's a South African coach. 
and I'm so very proud about a government. I don't know why he must not go to Kaiser Chiefs or the likes of Mamelo descendants, you know, because he likes to use young players. It's what I like about him. Thank you. Good evening, uh, Tabiso. Good evening to Coach Kevin Hunt. It's Libra here in East London. Can you please ask uh, Coach there what happened to Simon Murray um, from Scotland? Because I've not seen him since the season has started. And then the second question to him, uh, has he ever been approached by Safa uh, to coach uh, Bafana Bafana? And what does he think of the current state of Bafana Bafana at the moment? Uh, where does he think Bafana Bafana needs to improve? Because we can't have the best league in Africa when our national team you know, can't even qualify for World Cup and can't perform well. Uh, which players you know, can make it to Bafana, uh, their adverts? Thank you very much. Okay, thanks for that, Libra. We did get to Simon Murray in the beginning of the show. He's gone back for good now. And the question about Bafana, coach, have you ever been approached to go and assist? I know you've applied a few times. Yeah, yeah, I've been there. I was there with um, uh, when Cabo and Pizza were in charge and they brought me in as a, I don't know what the terminology, technical, I don't know, something I was brought in. Um, Yeah, I was there and obviously I've been for a few interviews and obviously some other whatever, you know, they make their choice and that's it. So I can't really comment about that. And um, the other question was about uh, the overseas-based players. Why are our players not moving? Is that a concern to you? Yeah, it's a huge concern. Huge concern. Uh, for our national team to get better, uh, we've got to have more players playing at um, a higher level and in, in, in the bigger leagues. I mean, you look back to when we first started, you know, in the 90s, how many players were playing in, in top leagues and, and, and playing around the world? There was a, we had a hell of a lot of them, you know. And, and I think that's been the problem. We need to get more players at a younger age out, if we can, if we can get them out. Because mm. um, it's very difficult. Um, I mean, I had Benny, you know, Stephen played a season here. Uh, I'm just thinking about players, you know, Percy obviously played a season or two here. Um, who else? I mean, I'm just talking about going back. You know, it's okay to play a season, yeah, but, you know, 18, 19, 20, you've got to be gone. You know, yeah. you've got to be gone. Um, I think a lot of it's gone down to, and people might criticize me for this, but, I mean, I think it's about the, also the European is big physicality, you know, and, and uh, our players are really, really, but Percy, I mean, he's a small player, but he's quick. You know, you either got to, be, if you're small, you've got to be quick, lightning quick, you know, and technically very good. I mean, he's got that. So we don't have too many but certainly the size of our players. I mean, we've had players looking at, you know, our centre-backs are from Europe and they're too small and our league, they're big, you know. So so you can go through the team, you know. On, on that note, I mean, you, um, Cabelo Corisang went to Portugal at a, at a young age. He broke into the PSL as a 16 or 15-year-old. Mm. Were, you, were you part of that move? And if so, what, what was the thinking there? Well, he came to us. We got him from Platinum Stars. I mean, huge potential. He played a season here. Uh, with us, um, could see the potential, you know, um, and the opportunity came for him to go to Portugal, um, which is a highly technical league, you know what I'm saying? And, they, and players of that stature can get away with it in that league. That's also to do with what sort of leagues where your players go to, you know? I mean, you want to go, we need we need to get players in the top league, which is the Bundesliga, which we had, you know, Buckley's and Brady Connell and people playing there, or the English league, you know, to play, but certainly you must probably need a, a, a smaller move first to the French league or 
uh, Greek league or you know something like that, or the Portuguese league, and then get a move to the big league. Uh, and KK or signed by Braga, which is a big, big club, hasn't you know hasn't played with the first team, mm. but certainly they're there, that's knocking on the door, you know, and that's what we need. We need more. We need more, and hopefully he breaks through. He's getting a huge opportunity now, um, and um, let's see how he does, you know. The last question, and it's a common one also on Twitter. Have you ever been approached by Kaiser Chiefs? Kaiser Chiefs, no. No, no, no. No, look, I mean, he's played against him for years. Eh? <laughs> you know, I mean, we went through real rough times in the 80s when we first played. So, um, I mean, it's a huge institution, and it's a, it's a fantastic football club. Um, but no, not at all. You know? Okay. Coach, thank you very much for giving us some of your time, Jim. During the, oh, we've got one more voice note. Sorry, coach. Let's get this out the way and then we'll let the coach uh, go. We still need to go over to the UK and find out if it's true that the Premier League is considering a return, uh, a football return in June. But let's hear this voice note. Good evening, Tipos, and good evening to Coach Gavin. Well, uh, it's a no-brainer that Gavin Hunt is one of the best coaches in the country. And it's always nice to hear from uh, him and the people of his ilk speaking live on radio. Oh, okay. I think that was more of a comment. Coach, thank you very much for for speaking to us tonight. We do hope the season uh, resumes because there are still some big matches to be played, of course. Yeah, thank you. More importantly, we need to you know get our country and our people through this uh, crisis, you know what I'm saying, and then get back to normality. But I don't think life will be normal again after this. But we need to get back and and adhere to what what the government has said and, and, and listen to the president and, and you know let's, let's all try and get through this. Okay, thanks, Coach. Thanks for your time. We really appreciate it, Coach Kevin Hunt. All the best, eh? Thank you, sir. Thank you. And thank you to those contributions and your comments and your voice notes that have come through for Coach Kevin Hunt. Uh, Twitter is uh, uh, also going. Uh, Noel Crowey, my friend, says, Kevin Hunt can take cold comfort that the lockdown break has affected all football teams. If you can't win against Chipper Highlands Park and Marispec, then you're going to struggle to coach uh, Chiefs. And... um, Where's the other voice note that? Uh, oh, it was a it was a tweet. Oh, it was a tweet. It said, "Ask him about Tabang Munare." He he, he responded to that. He said, "Look, uh, Tabang Munare spoke his mind. That's what he felt, and uh, he did see the criticism though on uh, social media. And I think most importantly, what Coach Kevin Hunt said today is that uh, we must uh, adhere to the regulations, folks. We must respect the lockdown. We must respect the uh, government regulations. And what we are being told, uh, football is immaterial at the moment, as much as we miss it, but it's second nature." Uh, to human life which is more important right now but he does say that the season has to be completed they have not played kaiser chiefs at all home or away as a bidvis vet so therefore he doesn't think on that basis that a champions could be crowned but if the psl or whoever makes a decision then they'll have to abide by that but he wants the season to resume even if it finishes next year let's hear the last voice note before we cross over to the uk